And with 10% more vitamins and minerals, Brandon is stronger than you think. The name of Joel Osteen's sermon this week or the name of the new reality series, The Rock, is currently hosting on TBS. <laughs> Actually, you've, you've thrown this at me each week, and I do know that it's stronger than you think is the, is, the, is the sermon title, but I do think that would also be a great name for a rock yeah. uh, reality show. So, Thank yeah, you. But it a lot is of time thinking about title. that. Thank you. Yeah. Let's look at the tale of the tape. Stronger than you think. Originally aired September 4th. Last 27 minutes and 51 seconds short. Pre-sermon joke was about a dumb kindergarten teacher. The always important ask for money graphic did not pop up until 14 minutes and 15 seconds. By the way, Brandon, if you did want to give money to Joel, do you know what the number is to give money to Joel? The phone number? No. What is it? 888-857-J-O-E-L. You sure, of course. <laughs> I was going to say, it probably has to have Joel in it. How much do they pay for that? I don't know, but that's great. I love that. It made me so happy. I was like, wait a minute. It's 567 Joel. You can just call and give him money. Absolutely, man. The it's giant so earth behind Joel turned on its axis 25 times, we know, because our intern counted. Joel's plug of the week was for his YouTube channel. The Joel, oh, God, the crocodile tears moment of the week came. I don't know if you love this as much as I did. 21 minutes, 30 seconds. His tears were magnificent it was just so well placed this week brandon yeah he um i always feel like a garden's gonna grow at his feet because his tears just drift down oh. like rain from heaven he, uh you know and the uh, botox makes it even better oh. it's just magical joe just brings it he brings it so tastefully dressed gray blue suit striped shirt stunning esoteric blue tie and the Joel Mullet was just so on point. Here we go, Brandon. Let's play the game that's sweeping the nation. Can I sum up the Joel Osteen sermon in one sentence? In stronger than you think. Joel is basically saying, if you find yourself in a medically induced coma, God has placed you in it for a reason. And your body, no matter how comatose it might be, will find a way out. I I don't think I don't think Joel's actually said that, but I think you're pretty close to the mark in terms of you it doesn't matter how uh, you know how big the obstacle is god's going to give you the power to get out of that obstacle so okay. you're going to have more power than you could ever think damn it brandon this was a masterpiece this week according to joel osteen god has designed each one of us and took into account everything that would ever happen to us and then gave us the juice we'd need to overcome it all in our life damn there's a lot wrong with that but damn, there's a lot right with that, Brandon. Well, I don't. I I I think that you probably actually your tongue and cheek. You don't see anything wrong no, with that. I see I, everything. I I see nothing but uh, the idea that 
once again, Joel has said to us that it doesn't really matter what our circumstances are. It doesn't matter how bad things are. If we just believe, if we let go and let God, we're going to be able to lift mountains. Why are you making this simple? God designed us from Jump Street and knew all that we would face and then went and programmed so we could face all of the bad things. Well, no, he gave us the power to face the bad things. That's what Joel's saying. So like he, he uses the example of Gideon. And Gideon had the small little army, but an angel told Gideon, you're more powerful than you think. Uh, my problem with that is uh, an angel hasn't told me that I'm more powerful than I think. He told this dude that he was more powerful. So maybe there's something to that when well, an angel speaks to you. You need to smoke more weed. There is this idea that our brains and bodies are way tougher than we think. Like when you're running and you can't go any further and then you go five miles longer when you're taking a test and you want to surrender, but you go step by step and you get through it. So our brains get overwhelmed, but God and Joel don't, Brandon. That's very true. Joel, you get the sense that Joel does not get overwhelmed by anything. I mean, he, he, you know, he, he, his whole life has been a, a testament to God's power in him. Like when he was a little kid and he was short and he was playing baseball and the, and the, oh. and the, the, the little kid manager came out and told all the kids to come in because Joel was at bat and Joel just crushed. Yeah. I, I imagine it was a little bit like uh, that scene in The Natural yeah. where uh, Robert Redford hits the ball yeah. and it shatters the lights. That's what, That's what I imagine it was like with little Joel, all three foot, six inches of him getting up there. I don't know how old he was, but he was little. He was the littlest guy. The and ball. he got up there and just crushed the ball. The God gave him more strength than ball. he thought he had. Thank you for that natural um idea. So your Joel Osteen study of ichthology, which by the way, is the study of fish, Brandon, comes this week from the snailfish. You can find the snailfish at the bottom, the Mariana snailfish at the bottom of the ocean where it lives, where nobody else can because of the pressure. Do you know who made the snailfish, Brandon? God. God made the snailfish. Right. God made the snailfish. You Brandon. can five times, five, five times more powerful than any other fish because it can go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench yeah. and not be crushed by the pressures of the thing. It, it could process more proteins. It could do yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. I yeah. think that, that God did make the snailfish yeah. and the snailfish can yeah. survive down there. So that, yeah. does that mean you could survive down there? No, I can't. Why not? Because I'm not a snailfish. But, but, but if God can do anything, couldn't you drop to the bottom of the Marianas Trench and survive? No, but a snailfish can, Brandon. Oh, I guess I'm confused on that part. Your Joel Osteen bad theological moment of the week. And for the record, it's not Joel's fault. He's got bad theology because, as we all know, he never got any formal theological training to begin with. Does the bad theology example of the week come from Brandon? Thinking Gideon was hiding in a wine press and that he couldn't defeat the bad army? Moses being overwhelmed with leadership? Or King David slaying Goliath? Your bad theological moment of the week. Brandon? I'm not even sure there was really a bad theological oh, moment as, as much you. as in a sense that he understood that he, he tells the story correctly. It's the outcomes he always had a problem. He talks about Moses, you know, that Moses gave his, his yeah. power, not God's power. He gave his own power to the leaders, right? He doesn't talk about the fact that Moses fails God and is not allowed to go into the land of milk and honey, that, that Moses is is held back from going in. Like, he misses those key mo- key opportunities to say that, hey, you know, being faithful is important. Not just saying I'm going to pass off my power to other people. That's just my. Jo- that was my. I don't know. If that's bad theology, or maybe he just doesn't take the story out to its normal conclusion. 
your uh-oh, did Joel say that moment of the week was when he said, you face big challenges because you have a big destiny. Back to my coma example, Brandon. What if you're in a coma or have stage five cancer and are dying a slow death? Do you still have a big destiny then? According to Joel, you do. Uh, maybe he would probably say that your destiny was to help nurses get better so that they could save a small child who would one day become president. Ah. Maybe that's what your destiny is. That's what Joel would say that your destiny is. Um, I I have a feeling that Joel could find the destiny for someone no matter what happened to them. If they got burned up in a car accident, (laughs) uh, you know, to cinder, uh, uh, they were to help a person who will you know uh, become a better firefighter i don't know what it would be but joel will always find a silver lining that's what i found with joel joel taking on the devil this week i don't know if you caught this brandon something i might say that he rarely ever does and i applaud it because joel wants to take on the devil joel did say this quote the devil says if this person realizes who they really are they're gonna beat me end quote the devil and joel Osteen. your thoughts brandon I think this was the bad theology moment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he would see the devil is like, um, hey, you know, I could trick the old, the old trickster. <laughs> you know, the, the, like the devil somehow. On, you know, if you just knew that you were like more powerful than the devil, you could defeat the the, the prince of darkness, uh, the fallen <laughs> angel. You could just do it if you just you believed you had more power. Yeah. I know, according to Joel, you can. I, you can. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I fully believe in that. <laughs> Uh, I, if He's indeed there is a devil, I believe the devil bastard. probably is a little bit more powerful than that. But maybe I'm wrong. Joel Osteen kicking it old school this week. He told us about his dog Scooter, Brandon. Oh, when yeah. Joel led us behind the curtain. Did you, A, immediately go to Amazon and buy another copy of his autobiography called Hairs and Hymns? Did you, B, start uh, uh, another round of the Joel Osteen board game called Blessing Buster? Or C, did you just start crying, Brandon? Well, it was there really a book called Hairs and Him? Of course, there is. That would be awesome if there was in a game. I would go out and get them. Uh, Get the board game too, Blessing Buster. I think Maple would love it. Oh, I'm in. But I, I think that the the crazy part for me was has he talked about his dad being ashamed of his dog? (laughs) That was my favorite part of that. It's like his dog. Who, who, like, who hasn't owned a dog and know the dogs have weird, you know, tenant? I mean, he like, was ashamed. He, was, he was ashamed it's that okay. his dog went four legs up. And Joel was like, you know, I, he was ashamed. But if, if, if Scooter had just understood his power, like that little <laughs> Chihuahua understood his power, <laughs> that he too would have understood his power. Right. I was like, what the hell does a dog have? I was just, I was, that was my best part of the whole sermon for me. With 100% certainty, I can say before he told us the name of his childhood dog, it was going to be Scooter. With 100% (laughs) certainty, I knew Joel Osteen grew up with a dog named Scooter. I knew it. Four legs up, baby. Four legs up. All right, Brandon, a couple of quick questions before we leave this week. Brandon, has the enemy misjudged you? Uh, No, the enemy has not misjudged me. Brandon, is there a mighty hero waiting to come out of you? There, there could be. If called upon by God, I could be a mighty hero for sure. Brandon, will you keep going when you have nothing left? I, I hope so. I hope that I will keep going. All right, let go. Let God. Let Joel Osteen. Phew. I told you I was a crap baby, but you just feel very rewarded. <laughs>